This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. For Nigerians, football is not just a game. Football is by far the undisputed king of sports in Nigeria. It is safe to call football the unifying factor. When a match is on, Nigerians are united and ethnicity goes to the back burner as everyone hugs and cries for victories and losses together. Football is life in Nigeria, hence the passion and expectations from Nigerians. The Super Eagles had an era when names were sung and danced through the streets of Nigeria because of their victory and amazing skills. Every football-loving child's dream was to dribble like Okocha and score like Amokachi. What has changed? Atlanta 1996 leaves in Nigeria's memory as the year their national football team, the Super Eagles, became global icons during the Summer Olympics. It was a moment every Nigerian truly experienced football. What was football in Nigeria like? A veteran player who was amongst the winning team of Atlanta 1996 tells us what it meant to be a footballer and what football meant to Nigerians in the past. My name is Emmanuel Barbero, an ex-international footballer and Olympic gold medalist in 1996 Atlanta. Let me paint this picture for you. First and foremost, we were all product of the Nigerian system. We mm. all played within, I'm talking about useful competitions, I'm talking about Ramad Cup, Tribal Cup, the useful organizers were all products of that. And at the same time, we're all products of the Nigerian League. Amokachi played for Ranches Bees after KKB, uh, Galbalawa, NUB, Kanuwanko, Iwanyawo National, you know, like that. Almost all of us are all products of the Nigerian League. If you do not have a root, it's like a tree, a grass that germinates without a root. It's only just going to wither and die immediately. It's not going to hold strong. But we had a rule. So even before we met at the national team, we knew each other. Not only did we know each other, but we know what football meant to Nigeria. Mm. My name is Babaru. Babaru is not my real name. Babaru is the man that trained me in the football academy and I adopted his name. My brother did the same as well. Patriotism. We were all products of the system. So that patriotism was fun. I will tell you this much. Everybody knows it at that time. Whenever we, even in training, if you're not doing well, a motorcade can fight you. I mean, physically fight you. Every single moment I recite at the national anthem, I shed tears because we were taught of that in the importance of representing our nation and carrying the aspirations of hundreds of millions of people on your shoulders. It was a big deal. We were taught this is right from the academy. I'll never forget you know who played on the 17, myself and Kano Wanko and my brother. Then uh, late Alex Akinyele, he would sit us and he would teach us, he would talk to us and mentor us and let us understand why we must do well. He always tells us, don't look for what your country will do for you, rather seek for what you can do for your country. And trust me, your country will never ever forget you. And we're living proof of that to this day and probably forever. Moving forward, at the Atlanta 1996, what we played to win to win that uh, Olympic gold medal was not what the coach wanted us to play. Joe Buffer was our coach, he was our assistant to Westeros at some mm. point. Okay. So when he became the head coach of the national team, he wanted us to play differently, but he did not want anybody to ascribe his success to Westeros, right? So he came 
came up with a new pattern of play. Now, but that new pattern of play was not good for us because we're so used to over the years playing a certain kind of pattern and we've always won. It's a pattern that we've never ever lost to it. Mm-hmm. Now, we had these two friendly games right just days before the Olympics. I think we played USA, we played Saudi Arabia. We could not win. And it was so difficult and tasking. We had to sit down and have this meeting within ourselves and we said to ourselves, listen, you know, if we lose here, this man will just go back to Holland. All of us, and the rest of us were going back to Nigeria and we know what football means to Nigeria. It will drive that down to our streets. We know what will happen. We know what football means. So if we want to win this thing, we have to go back and play the way we are used to all our lives. Okay, we had this meeting and then we had to send on the release and Danny Bobanda, who are very, very close friends of Jobo at the time. We send them say, listen, let him know that we all had this meeting. If we don't play the way we want to play, we're going to win. That was teamwork. Mm-hmm. We had teamwork because we were all brothers. Mm-hmm. To this moment, we are brothers. Now, but what you have now is a national team of strangers. Stranger. People who have absolutely no idea, who have never met themselves before, who have no pedigree of knowing themselves even before they met at the national team camp. You bring 11 strangers on the pitch and you ask them to come and play for a purpose. What purpose? Some of them don't even know. I mean, just yesterday during the game, I mean, a friend of mine said something to me. He said they were all playing, even though we were losing, about to get out of crash out of the water, they were still being like an editor. I said, okay, exactly. Because as soon as the game is done, they just got to jump into some flights and go back to their country. They were going to come back and get back to the streets of Nigeria. Trust me, they will be ready to die on that pitch yesterday. That was Emmanuel Babayero, the goalkeeper of the winning team of Atlanta 1996 Olympics. Oh. What a tale of glory days. What exactly has changed? You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at ways in which the super eagles can rise again to their glory days. Before we went on break, we had a veteran footballer relieved what it was like playing football for Nigeria. So far in history, AFCON 1980, 1994, 2013 and Atlanta 1996 Olympics were the only football tournament won by the senior national team. 
Why don't we have high expectations from the super eagles? Bilki Suamet puts these questions and more to a sports analyst. I am Adeni Ajishafe, sport producer, presenter, trustee TV, Abuja. Okay, uh, well, first of all, 2013 to this place, that should be like nine years ago, mm. which uh, uh, for a country of Nigeria that have a lot of population and so much football history, mm. a lot of people are expecting that we have so much talent because of our population, football talent here and there. So that's why it's always like, Nigeria is like the Brazil of Africa when it comes to football mm. because of our population. People expect more result. Uh, well, as we have said earlier, 1980, 1994, 2013. If mm. you check the years in between, despite the area of stars that we have, despite dominating the Junior World Cup, mm. you understand? The uh, Flying Eagles, the uh, Golden Eaglets, and you look at them to be, oh, they should be the one to automatically, you're supposed to be winning a lot of competition because they yeah. should be graduating to the Super Eagles level, the senior level. But it has not worked out that way because of so many reasons. Most of the times we, we disband these teams. Mm just because maybe they didn't win or they, they didn't perform too well, we we would not bring them together, which by the time we go to the senior national, at the national level, we just pick players again to go for competitions, they will be able to perform. So many talent that we have, yeah, we couldn't win this thing back to back. Where come some countries like Ghana in, in, in size, they won it several times, mm. Egypt and all that. So uh, looking at the fact that the reason why so much expectation is attached is because, one, I mentioned our population. Mm. We have so many people playing football. Two, not just playing, we have so much talent. People really have the talent of football. Okay. So a lot of countries outside Africa are always seeing Nigeria that this is a football nation. So so much is attached. Uh, expectations are high because, oh, it's Nigeria. They know that we know how to play football very well. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, why are they not winning back to back, yeah, back to back? Question. So now... You have a lot of reasons why we can't win. I just mentioned one now. The inability to maintain the team that played under 17, under 20, even under 23, mm. to, put, to allow them to be graduating to each stage like that. Okay. Instead, we disband them if they don't win or if we don't have a continuity program. Okay. Assuming they continue, they will gel, they will know themselves. Somebody that play football with you mm. under 17, under 20, or under 21, or under 23, you know that already, You know, even if you are sleeping, you know who to pass to, who to play with. Now they will, they will just disband them. Back then, we had players who could at least pass the qualifying stages. Mm. What has changed now? The major, the biggest problem is that we don't really continue, we don't have continuity. Mm. We don't. That fire brigade approach, uh, we can quickly mm. assemble a team, they can't perform miracle. Okay. And that thing just came to my head now. Mm. Age cheat. Oh, age yes. cheat. When they are playing under 17. Oh, my goodness. Somebody uh, that is 30 will be claiming <laughs> yes. 17, yes. is 18, is 19, when already you are 30. Oh. And by the time you, you use force, energy to play for maybe two, three years because of the African strength and all that. After two, three years, mm. it will drop because yeah. age must tell. There's no way you can lie about it. But a player that plays under 17 and really is 17. Mm. You expect a player to have a longer span of performance. Yes, and retaining that strength. Exactly, mm. because 17, mm. you will play for at least good 13 years before it turns to 13. Mm. So how can the Super Eagles really rise again? 
Number one, let's put the right people in the right place to govern our football. Mm. Don't just allow politicians. If you want to have it, let the footballer themselves. Aside that, let's stop a cheat. Let's pick these young boys that are really 17, mm. that are really 23, that are really 30, or whatever it is that the age grade for each competition. Yeah. Aside that, let's uh, shelve uh, this idea of uh, it must be my boy. Mm. That favoritism, called fatalism, should stop. Okay. Uh, sectionalizing, ethnicity, all those, or religion, whatever. Mm. Let we pick the best. Mm. Then issue of corruption, let's change our mentality. So far we want to win over there. Let's believe that, okay, let's even start well. Let's even try and do something right in this country. Mm. We can. Yeah. That was Adeni Adinshafe, sports producer and presenter, Trust TV, and also a sports analyst. We hope for the best for the Super Eagles. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com or even listening on Nas FM, it's 9.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comment or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message on WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. You can also reach us via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. <laughs>